This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So it is a busy, busy weekend uh, in Humboldt. It was a busy day today. Three people laid to rest today. And then uh, over the weekend, a number of others will also be laid to rest. And those, those who knew Darcy Hogan will, of course, remember his passion, his love of hockey, and uh, the teams that he uh, nurtured and helped p- to build. But it, ju- it wasn't just those on the ice who he would apparently take time for. Those who crossed his path talk about um, how this coach would take time for everybody. He'd lend a hand. And many years ago, Jeff Blay met Coach Hogan. He was at the beginning of his uh, reporting career in Peace River, Alberta. And he remembers a man who didn't just have passion for hockey, but for the people. So Coach Hogan will be buried tomorrow. And Jeff Blay has written a piece on who he remembers in life. And that will run in the Globe and Mail tomorrow. And he joins me now. Jeff, this Humboldt uh, tragedy strikes close to you. How? Uh, well, yeah, I, I knew the coach personally, um, Darcy Hogan. He was a, a great man and a great, great hockey coach. I um, dealt with him for, for a number of years uh, in my first reporting job out in Peace River, Alberta. Um, so I got to cover his team at the time. It was the, the North Peace Navigators up in, up in northern Alberta and uh, got to know him really well. And, and uh, yeah, devastating news. Yeah, you know, we learned about his death. Um, you know, he was one of the first names to come out of this tragedy. And from all the stories that you read, uh, not just about the team, but of his leadership, it speaks of just how much the, the, the team meant to him, these boys. He actually called the team uh, very special, and that was a big takeaway for those who knew him. But was every team special, or do you think there was something about this particular team? Yeah, I, you know what, I think every team for him was, was a special team. I know, uh, you know, the team I got to cover, the, the Navigators, um, w- was very special to him. He was there for, you know, over a decade and was his first head coaching and, and general manager job. So um, seeing that firsthand and seeing how he treated everyone from, you know, the players to the coaching staff to the arena staff to um, anyone he sort of crossed paths path with, myself included. Um, you know, I was, I was a journalist too. You know, he, he didn't have to go out of his way to, mm-hmm. you know, treat, treat better than anyone else. And, and he did that for me. So, um, you know, I think this team, the Humboldt Broncos in particular, was, was maybe a little bit more special to him. I know talking to him at that time and, and since then, and, uh, you know, you read in some of the articles, um, Humboldt uh, was 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 it sort of a dream job for him? Um, it was a, it was a step up in in the quality of hockey, and uh, you know you have to understand these small communities yeah. um, in in rural Saskatchewan and rural Alberta. Um, junior B, Junior A teams are, are you know a big deal to them, and, mm-hmm. and really a centerpiece for the community. And um, I, I know he was uh, he was really excited to to take the job there. And um, you know I think for him him it was a special a special place for him. His wife's from Saskatchewan, yeah. um, so you know all all that can 
considered and, and just, uh, you know, the opportunity to sort of to, to be at the next level and the humble Broncos being the franchise they are, you know, around since the 1970s. Um, you know, it's definitely, definitely a special team. But uh, like I said, I think anything he's involved in, the passion that he has for the game and, and for the people and for the community um, goes, goes for everything I think he's done in, done in his life. You, uh, you've written a piece running this weekend. You spoke of your personal experience with, with Darcy and how he really kind of took you under his wing. It, was he just the kind of guy who would mentor, um, you know, those who were, who were just coming into their own? Yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it was my first reporting job. So, um, you know, he, he knew that. He knew I moved, you know, from a t- Ontario across the country, you know, had no real uh, connections to the community at the time and um, sort of, you know, definitely went out of his way to make me feel welcome. Uh, you know, I referenced in my piece uh, a case where I had a, my car break down and, you know, his family owned a local auto body shop and, um, you know, he brought me in, had it fixed up yeah. really quickly and, and, you know, unexpected, but he, you know, he insisted it was on the and um, you know that's just the type of guy he was you know treating you know a reporter that he just met you know a couple months ago and and doing that for him and just you know thanking me for for covering the team and putting in the efforts and putting in the sometimes long nights when you have you know overtime games and stuff like that very appreciative and um, you know definitely definitely uh, made an impact and um, a a guy that uh, to me, you know, I'll, I'll always remember, and, and there's always, you know, great people in hockey, and I've met a lot of good people since then, but um, he was someone who just stuck with me, and I think uh, that goes for a lot of the players that he coached, too. He's, he's definitely a, a standout coach and a standout guy. And, and he leaves behind uh, a wife and, and a child, um, and she still works for that team. What happens now? I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, for her, I know I watched a recent interview and uh, I was pretty, you know, Im- impressed with how, um, you know, put together she was. How strong, throughout. yeah. Um, but, you know, I-, I can't imagine what it's like uh, for her and for, for you know, the two boys that they have. Um, you know, I know Darcy and, you know, his family were, were religious and had, you know, a lot, of, a lot of faith. And I know he instilled that in his family and his kids. So, um, you know, hearing that interview and hearing her speak, I know they're going to, you know, uh, use that to hopefully get through it. And um, for her and for, for the family, I know hockey was, you know, just their, their life, really. I mean, she, she was around the rink all the time, you know, cooking the boys' meals when there's team parties, different things mm-hmm. like that. She was always visible, always around. Um, you know, I, she probably wouldn't even remember me, maybe, but, um, you know, I had, had lots of dealings with her at the time and uh, she just supported him and and I know it was a big part of her life you know I, I'd hope that she sort of you know would continue that passion for hockey and continue his legacy uh, through through work that she does but um, you know I, I don't know what's next for them and I wish them all the best yeah absolutely and um, you know I know um, that uh, regrouping and getting back on that ice uh, is probably something that all those players would have wanted but you know in your experience and the way you've covered sports and, you know, these small teams, can they rebuild uh, the Broncos? And, and I, I, maybe Christina would want to be a part of that, but how, how hard will it be to rebuild, do you think? I mean, I think that's a, you know, a tough question for, for anyone to answer at this point. Um, you know, you've, you've heard it asked to uh, the, the president and, and some of the ownership group there, and, you know, I don't even think they, they themselves know what they're going to do. Um, I, I do think it's it's possible to continue the team and, and continue the legacy. Like I said, it's been around, you know, for a long time. 1970 is when, when that franchise started, and it's been a huge part of Saskatchewan hockey and, and you know, junior hockey and in general in Canada. So um, I think, you know, knowing the type of man Darcy was and yeah. uh, knowing, you know, how people viewed him, um, I think he himself would want, 
nothing more than, you know, that team to continue and, and continue to be successful and, um, you know, continue the legacy that he's, he's sort of worked over the past few years to build. So, um, you know, I, I personally think that, you know, they can get back on their feet and you're seeing, you know, the, the support they're getting from people across Canada and, you know, across the world. And I, you know, that $10 million mark on the, on the <laughs> fundraising is, is quite amazing. So, um, I think, you know, uh, it's, it's probably a good possibility that they're going to continue on and, and be successful. Yeah, well, it's clear that uh, he had a lasting impact on you, touched your life, and, and through you, then we get the stories and and the leave the uh, legacy behind. So thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much, Alex. That is da- uh, Jeff Blay, and you can read his piece in Globe and Mail, and of course, Darcy Hogan will be laid to rest. I'm Alex Pearson with On Point here on Global News Radio.